Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another funky fresh episode of Unbitten. I've just had coffee. We're recording in the middle of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is Um, always weird energy. (laughs) Yeah, which is always a mistake every single time, but in the best way, you know? Yeah. Um, We out here, it is, yeah, it's like noon, Mm -hmm. which is, it's just weird because we usually record at like 7.38-ish, but I got a last minute babysitting gig, so we had to reschedule for midday instead of this, this evening, so... Basically, uh, prepare to be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, you know what's so funny is I was saying the last time we recorded how we were like, oh, like, wh- has anything happened in our lives? I don't think so. It's been, you know, just every day I just play video games. And then after we finished, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> last week, I literally met my girlfriend in person for the first time because the border started opening up. And then I bought a new car. <laughs> I cannot believe you just were like, hmm, and these are things that we don't need to talk about. (laughs) Like, I, yeah, my brain was just like, "Mm, that's old news. (laughs) That's that's so old news. Anyway. I mean, it's like the kind of thing where, like, we've talked about it, so, like, you kind of think it's old news. But then when you, like, think about the audience, you're like, oh, they don't know anything about my life. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot. So yeah, anyone is wondering, I did indeed get a Volvo, the exact same one that Edward Cullen drives. <laughs> and I got the old man Mercedes Benz. Exactly, exactly. Just kidding. Who am I kidding? Everyone listening to this podcast knows that I have the energy of someone who could never afford a car. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but yeah. for real, I got, a, I got a Honda Civic, baby, and she's blue. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go kidnap Cam, and we're going to drive uh, across the country. It's going to be fun. True. We're going to go to Forks. Exactly. This is our Forks road trip car. Uh, stay True. tuned for the future. Yep. Um. Yeah, nothing's really happened to me. I just went to the coffee shop today, this morning, and... Read more New you know, Moon. took notes. Yeah, read more... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, looked sexy, because that's just what I That's do, just you what know? you exist as. It's my as. natural state, mm-hmm. is just like posing with my butt out you know just being like everyone look uh what was i gonna say oh i actually (laughs) i don't know if our patrons know this but i did update one of our uh patreon goals (laughs) um god yeah it's uh hang on let me go fetch that uh yeah (laughs) if we reach a hundred patrons we go camping in forks washington and record bonus content and an episode there (laughs) oh my god yes no yeah 100 percent. i would do that yeah so yeah just relating that to our our inevitable forks road trip uh yeah i'm so excited yeah like when we say it's gonna happen like we are joking but we're also not we're 100 percent enough patrons sign up yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um it will happen uh we're probably gonna like I'll probably die because I'm like such a baby and I don't like camping Mm. (laughs) so I'll probably be like a bug and then I'll die instantly um 
R.I.P. That pussy. And then the podcast will end. Oh my god, so tragic. Just replace me with Charlie. Yeah, easy, easy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I will get replaced by one of our friends, and then it'll be fine. Yeah, and we can just, uh, continue on as if nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, that's, that could definitely happen. I feel like, other than the British accent, Charlie and I are close enough that perhaps you could just not realize. <laughs> I mean, you know, just get another bisexual on here close enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they're all the same. They're right? all the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so, today, we have read, uh, chapter... T- 18 the funeral of, of new moon the funeral yeah which which they don't go to a funeral <laughs> they don't go to a funeral which i guessed in the last episode yep that they went to a funeral <laughs> ah, i hate this stupid book <laughs> i know yeah it's a dumb book um we finished to say the very least we finished recording the last one and I was talking about it to people and Cam's like, Oh my god, like did I make a stupid? Am I am I dumb? Did I like miss something super obvious? And I'm like, You may be wrong about your predictions, but it's not your <laughs> fault. There's no way to predict these things. Yeah, like how was I supposed to know that they were gonna go to Italy, not Florida? <laughs> I'm just so confused about the fact that they made a big deal about giving her these tickets to Jacksonville and then they never fucking go to Jacksonville. You're literally so legit. Like, you had these clues lined up and the reason to think it and there's, like, it's hot in, like, the little prologue thing. Right. And then no. (laughs) No, it's just... It's just Stephanie Meyer said, hey, all of this stuff I laid down, fuck that. That's for baby losers. We're not doing that. Um, we're just going to do the entire plot of Romeo and Juliet minus the religion. Uh, yep. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so let's so, get into um, it from, yes. from the top. Jacob arrives to be salty. Oh my God. Um, the saltiness is off the fucking charts in this chapter. It's actually yeah, so he, irritating. <laughs> it really is. It's so fucking annoying. Um, so he like he he notices that like the stuff like the stuff on the couch and he's like slumber party and i'm just like he's literally just being like ew you have friends you like hanging out with gross and i'm like fuck you bro get out of here it's it's so childish of him and like yeah he's literally like a teenager he's like 15 but or 16 whatever um he's baby he's baby yeah like even then it's still just like come on dude you you were doing so well but as soon as the way he starts acting in this chapter it's just yep. like you're literally just like every other stupid man in this fucking book series <laughs> yeah it's like i loved i really really liked him throughout and He's just hit this point in these last few chapters where I'm just like, you know what? Never mind. I hate this man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks because I did really, really like him. And he's just making some choices that are extremely stupid. Yeah. He um, he doesn't even like look like he wants to enter Bella's house when he like knocks on the door. And she's like, uh, you can come in. And he like he takes a second to look over his shoulder to um Embry Confirm and with the bros. Yeah, Embry and Jared <laughs> are waiting in the car. Um and uh like Embry like shakes his head a little bit and Bella calls him a chicken and then he finally fucking like forces his way through into the house. You know, that's how to make a toxic masculinity 
do man, anything. do whatever you want them to do. Just call them a chicken. Yeah. And this is why, you know, toxic masculinity bad, but when I can use it for my benefit, <laughs> you know? Like, at least oh you well. can, like, manipulate it when you uh, recognize that it's happening, you know? Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm, like, I don't get why people, like, you know, I just don't get, like, the implication of, like, of, like feminist people being, like, man-haters and, like, you know, the whole misandry thing is so stupid. And then I, like... Look at the fact that I just, right before we recorded this, told my friend to post her boyfriend in the pets channel of a Discord <laughs> because men are pets. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, never mind. Maybe they've got some points. Anyway, that's just what I was thinking about. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Bella is like, she feels bad about being so aggressive. Yeah. Like, she's like, she says, like, I'm probably overdoing it with the antagonism. And I'm like, no, no you're not. You're you are doing 100% valid. You are amazing. Yeah. Like, like, sure, you're being bitchy, but it is the most valid bitchiness in she's not, the entire world. She's not the one who started it, despite the fact that multiple yeah. times in this chapter, she's like, I know, I started this, like, rift between like, us. No, like, you no, you didn't. didn't. Um, but he's the one who's coming in here being aggressive and she's throwing it back at him as he well deserves. Yes. They're, A man whole getting consequences for his actions. Oh my God. Their whole conversation is so aggroed of just like him coming to check on her. And he's like, Oh yeah. Where's your friend in quotes. And it's like, Fuck off. she's like, look, she's left. She left. What do you want? Why are you here? And he's, he's not even like, properly answering he's just like looking around and being standoffish and Mm -hmm. he's just here to ask a few questions and then he's gonna leave again right and this is when Bella's like okay fine get it over with and she has that moment of like oh like uh I wasn't being fair I picked the blood sucker blood sucker over him last night I hurt him first and it's like you can have more than one friend. You don't need to pick yeah. one over another. It's him who decided to fucking leave the second that right. um, she showed any like interest and excitement over a Cullen being like, here. With the knowledge that you could die. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, cool, this seems like a great idea. Um, I'm going to go do that. Yeah, it's just, it's, she once again is like, everything I do is my fault. Like, uh, people's reactions are my fault. She takes everyone's negative reaction as like her own personal guilt of like oh right. i made them react that way so it's my fault no people yeah. have, you have you have control over your own reactions like that's part yeah, of that's part the... of growing up too is learning that you also have control over reactions and you don't have control over other people's reactions exactly this is something i, w- I was gonna say a little bit later but i'll just say now yeah because this kind of continues because she blames the way she blames herself for everything just really makes me sad like sometimes it is annoying because like it happens so often that you're just like bella shut the fuck up yeah but like in reality it is such a trained thing that women do that is just been ingrained in our heads and like the way she like is apologizing all the time and it reminds me of something yeah you sort of said just now that like my therapist told me which was You cannot control how others react. You can only control Mm -hmm. your actions. And the way others react to your actions is a result of their experiences, their assumptions, their projections. And as long as you are doing what is best for you, you are not to blame for the way that they react to you. Because you are doing, and it's especially important for women to know this, because it is so easy for us to second guess ourselves or to 
blame ourselves or to think we have to apologize or, you know, and especially like anxious people as well, like constantly overthinking. And Bella is an anxious person. Like she is constantly overthinking what she's done and what she said. And it's this thing where you have to remember that she because she literally says like she, she what does she say? Oh, yeah. She says. How had I made such a mess of everything, but what could I have done differently? And it's like, you, yeah, if she thinks about it, she did the best with for the information what, she had. With what she had. Yep. She is doing what is best for her and also trying to accommodate for everyone else, which is already further than what she needs exactly. to do. And she physically, like, she's like, I can't physically think of a way that I could have done this perfectly because that's not how life works and you can't do it perfectly. And she's doing the best she can. And so she needs to. She really needs to start, like, learning to not blame herself when other people react poorly mm-hmm. because that does not inherently mean that she has done something wrong. It's true. Um, yeah. I'm a huge proponent of this as someone who is a very opinionated person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just, like, I will own my shit. And it really does bug me. Uh, I mean, obviously, I understand why people apologize so much, especially women. But it's just, like, the kind of thing where it's, like, I really – am here for women learning Mm -hmm. to own their shit and Um, this is just you know part 76 of us saying bella get therapy please (laughs) please i beg of you Um, okay yeah so jacob's three questions he which he doesn't even say as a question for the first one he just says one of the collins is here with you and she says it's alice he asks how long and Bella says it's technically an open invitation, so as long as She's she like, wants. I don't know. I don't rule her life. Like, uh, and then um, Jacob asks if Bella can at least tell her about Victoria, which Bella says I've already done that. And yep, because Bella is a smart person and can think for herself. Yeah. And uh, he's Shocking like, oh Jacob, well, apparently. we can only watch our lands with a Cullen here, so you're only going to be safe in La Push. I can't protect you here. And. Then he just, like, fucking looks away and then comes back for one more question. Are the rest of them coming back? (laughs) Right. And so this is where you get down to what his actual problem is with this whole thing. I mean, of course he's got the, He has the vampire prejudice, they're bloodsuckers, they're disgusting thing going on. Yeah. But, but this he is totally why it's so is personal. Like, yeah, is Edward coming back? Am I? Am I gonna you know, lose is this my gonna girl? Make everything <laughs> so complicated, right? Um, and yeah, so she says, no, they're not. Um, they're not coming back. And so he's like, I peace. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he doesn't leave, and she just thinks, she thinks that he's left because she's just like, okay. Oh, it's super quiet. (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, he's quiet now, cool. Um. They have a moment that this is where she's, oh, go ahead. I I, I feel like they have a moment where it feels like this is supposed to be like a, you know, the friendship reconciliation sort of moment where he's like, oh my god, I did it again, I'm sorry, I broke my promise of like, never yeah. hurting you and she's like it's okay i started it and i'm like this isn't no cute. you didn't this isn't fucking cute you didn't start shit he did yes 100 it's annoying um like i would have been more okay with this if you take out that part where she's like it's my fault and he doesn't 
say anything about the fact that she thinks it's her fault. Like, no. Take some responsibility. Can a man for once take responsibility for their actions? Mm. Uh, I would I like to you. see it. I would love to see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she keeps saying sorry and Bella stops saying sorry challenge. She um, says, can't I be friends with both of you at the same time? Which like the correct answer is yes. Yes. And he's like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> like, which is so like, uh, you guys don't have to be friends with each other. Yeah. Why do you just... have to be so insistent that she physically is incapable of being friends with both of you at once? Like she is. Yeah. She is. She, and also, I mean, like, again, this is sort of how she's been raised. But like she does not need to ask him this. She can just be friends with people, and if he has an issue with it, that is on him, 100%. Yeah. Um, but, like, just the fact that he's like, no, and she's like, good point. <laughs> I'm just like, hello? <laughs> What's happening? Um. <laughs> yeah, it's... I just... I It's, it's so immature is really the thing yes. of it all. It it's frustrating and I don't like it. It just annoys the shit out of me. Um, but, uh, Jacob puts his arm around her and then they have this I'm weird so- conversation yeah. about how she smells bad. <laughs> it's so funny though. It's, it's very funny. And here's, here's the werewolf interpretation of what vampires smell like. They're too sweet, sickly sweet and icy. <laughs> And it burns his nose. Which is hilarious to me. Um, Very good. (laughs) And Alice had called her stinky as well. So, like, here you have it. My theory is coming true. Here you have it. Exactly. (laughs) I've been right all along. Anyone who laughed at me saying Bella is stinky is wrong. Bella is stinky. She's been stinky the entire time. We just didn't have the context of the right people smelling her to she's know been that stinky she's stinky the whole time. <laughs> I am a genius. Um, where's my like check? I don't know. Make me a millionaire. <laughs> you cracked the code. And then decapitate me uh, immediately after via guillotine. Right. Yep. Um, as I should be uh, destroyed if I ever get that much money and don't share it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is my documentation of if I get too rich and I don't share my money, you're allowed to come kill me. Cool. Um, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. But, okay, then they have this moment, and I'm still mad at him, but this moment is, like, so, like, butterflies-inducing just for, like, all of two seconds. <laughs> um, Like... The way that okay, so he goes in to kiss her, and she's like, "Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I wasn't ready," because <laughs> she hadn't like she hadn't processed whether thought... or not she like wanted it or not, or what that would mean. Right. She just sort of briefly but... had thought about it. Yeah, and they are like, he's like leaning in, and she's like, "Oh no!" And then the phone rings, and this is like, it, all of that lead up was fine, but I just love the way he picks up the phone. But is like keeping his hand on her cheek and like keeping her close to him while doing something else. And it is just like such a it's such like a domestic romantic thing that is just like whenever you get that in literature or just media in general, it's like this is like 
sometimes like you know it's like oh this is how you know a woman wrote yeah. this but like this is how you know a woman wrote it this because like I can you know judge Stephanie Meyer for some of the ways she writes in a way that is very like stereotypically you know that type of woman who's not a feminist <laughs> But, like, then sometimes you get stuff like this, and it's like, oh, yeah, she understands, like, how these little things matter so much and feel so, like... The sort of important moments of intimacy (laughs) that, like, from a woman's perspective is really, like, oh, I feel safe and I feel happy, I feel loved. Um, And it's, it's, it's like how... In sometimes in bad media where they try to force relationships, it's just like, oh, they like each other because they kissed. That's how you know. And it's like, this is like the deeper level of like, it's not about kissing. It's about the physical intimacy of the way that you you, like casually touch each other. Right. And this, yeah, I love this. I love this so much. (laughs) I, yeah, of course it gets ruined like immediately after, but I just love it for like these two seconds and I just had to bring it up because I'm just so like... (laughs) it's totally yeah because it's so much it is so weirdly hard for writers of all gender to nail this type of stuff yeah um and i would say especially like male writers Mm -hmm. um but just like also because romance in media is you know so sexualized yeah um and so like yeah made physical but in a very intense way um whereas like you know i would argue that like you know, the idea of, like, liking someone because you kiss them is a idea of sexual attraction, it is. yes. But it's not necessarily it's not emotional romantic. intimacy yeah. and romantic attraction. And that's where these moments come in and are so important. Because it's when it's not intense, it's when it's not life-threatening, it's when it's not horny, but you're still <laughs> so just, like, comfortable and happy around yeah. this person. And you can just answer the phone and keep your arm around them, yeah. and you both feel safe, and you're just cute. And so I'm mad at Jacob. I'm not going to take that back, but this moment is it's still good. somehow just such a good moment I in know. this, like, I'm pissed off at him right now. <laughs> like, and the thing is, too, is, like, for me, I think it sort of encapsulates a lot of why I did love this series as a teenager, because the romantic intimacy moments resonate so much more with me than just like immediate sexual attraction. I want to fuck them type of energy. Yeah. Which I mean, I super am not about. I'm just like, (laughs) okay, like sure. It's fun. But like, it's, it's always just so much more meaningful when you get the, the more. Yeah. Like domestic is kind of like has implications, but it's still like, it's kind of like one of the words I can think of where it's just so, it's casual it's a casual and, intimacy uh, and yeah. closeness that um i think goes goes deeper and it shows a you know a, a caring about the person as mm-hmm. a person and and wanting to be close to them because you have you know emotional feelings for them not because you're just like oh man i just want to make out with you <laughs> yeah it's like not as and again like this is i i think why it's so important to me as a woman to hear this because like Bella is being seen as a yeah person and as a romance and not a sexual object, mm-hmm. which is something that women are seen as quite a lot. Yeah. So seeing this, yeah, it's there's just so many reasons why I love this type of intimacy in media, and you don't get it enough. And I'm just like, and that's I think like gimme a, gimme <laughs> an ongoing sort of struggle with the series. Like reading it again is that the levels of like physical intimacy and romance are really really good 
but the problem is that it's mm-hmm. with people that are toxic to each other in other aspects. <laughs> so you're like, exactly. so you're like, oh my god, this moment's so sweet. Oh my god, this moment's so cute. And then there, you're like, oh my god, this man is a fucking asshole, and I hate him. Yeah, this guy's absolutely <laughs> unhinged, and I don't want to see it. Yeah, so um, it's sort of a weird constant back and forth of like, oh my god, so cute. Ew, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But so that moment gets ruined when the one other thing supposedly Carlisle answers the one other thing I want to say about this moment is just like, yeah, I think it's also it's hard for Bella because I think if you have to think this hard in the moment of like, oh, God, should I do it? Do I do do I want to do it? What would that be like? Like, will it feel okay? It's sort of like maybe you're not ready for it. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean she will never want it, but it's the type of thing where it's like. It, it seems quite clear that she is not prepared for this right now. And, you know, she's obviously not made this decision. So And you are allowed to say no not. in this moment. Yes. You are allowed to say no in any moment. Correct. <laughs> Your consent is the most important thing mm-hmm. ever. But, yeah, and again, but, again, that's a really hard thing for teenage girls to learn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we are very often taught to just kind of go along with – please what the man want um you know and that is something that i think people like women are just constantly unlearning from yeah. any age and like something that i definitely had ingrained in my head and am constantly like trying to unlearn and like you know in the more obvious ways i think i've definitely improved but there's still like in the moment i'm it's at still I'll hard be, like not at to the go back gym. to that instinct right like i'll be at the gym and i'll be like you know i'm working on myself for myself but i'll just also be like oh but does my butt look good mm. so the guy who's doing lap pulls behind me thinks my butt looks good and i'm just like why do i care about this man he looks so ugly and he's stinky like, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it's something you're constantly working on and you know bella is i mean you know i say this as someone who is like like two three years older than her <laughs> so it's like not like i know much better but she is young and she is learning these sorts of things it's an ongoing so process it's like, hard yeah looking back to myself at at your age at bella's age i'm just like every part of that was more and more like unlearning things and like recognizing like oh like i don't like it's fine to say no it's fine to like just be like i'm just existing for myself like i don't nobody I don't, I don't care what people, like, see me and, you know, do they find me attractive or not. I'm going to fucking right. work. It doesn't matter. Um, exactly. So, yeah, it, I don't know. It's, like, it's a constant process. Um, uh, but she gets interrupted, so she doesn't need to make that decision now. <laughs> yeah. Luckily for her, she gets out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the phone rings and, yeah, so when Jacob hears the voice on the other end, he straightens and to all of that intimacy is gone. Um, and there is a very short conversation, and then he hangs up or he gets hang hung up on. And so he tells Bella that it was Carlisle, which, you know, I don't know if it's because he doesn't recognize it's Edward. Or, or if he's purposely. If he's per- exactly. Mm. Which, yikes. And why didn't he just fucking let her have the phone in her own house? Um, oh, God. Yeah, that's the worst part. I just... Yeah, because, like, like, the moment where he answers the phone is cute and intimate because it's just, like, you know, it's kind of like that uh, they're interrupting something. Let me just deal with this. But then when he, like, gets straightened up, doesn't let her answer the phone in her own home, like, 
it's getting yeah weird. The phone hangs up and she's like, "Who was it?" And he's like, "Doctor Carlisle Cullen." And she's like, "Why didn't you let like, me talk to him?" Yeah, and I'm like over here peeing my pants and like yes, literally yeah. My my notes my notes are like all caps. Daddy Carl, how dare you, sir? Let me in here. <laughs> like me to the phone. Let me in. <laughs> but it's so it's so like this was very purposefully deceitful in some aspects like yep. if we believe he didn't know that it was um edward and not carlisle which is plausible like they're on the phone he hasn't talked to them much if at all um mm-hmm. they're both men that have the similar similar smooth silky vampire voice like it's a plausible mistake but the fact is he knew it was a cullen and didn't let bella have the phone that was intentional yeah yeah, for sure. Even if he didn't know that it was Edward specifically, yep. he still is blocking her contact with the Cullens because he's selfish. Exactly. And prejudiced. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. <sighs> but anyway, so I hate these books. <laughs> like, and this is this is the moment where I'm, yeah, I'm like, there is no way I could have seen this moment coming unless I remembered this one offhand line from the beginning of the book um stupid (laughs) um yeah so alice comes back and she is scared and like distraught and like paler than usual which is funny (laughs) i don't really Um, know how how that can happen when they don't have blood Yeah, her face was drawn and whiter than bone. And I'm just like, that's fun. Um, Isn't that what she always looks like? I mean, they don't have blood to get paler. (laughs) Right. Whatever. There's no blood to go out of her face to lose color. (laughs) She found out something bad had happened and wiped off her, like, blush (laughs) (laughs) to make sure everyone knew that she was scared. Oh, my God. That's Um, so Alice. (laughs) She lives for the drama. She, she actually, it. before she came downstairs, she's like, okay, I need to make sure, like, dark circles, got it, wipe off the, like, blush mm-hmm. so I, like, look, like, super pale. Okay. Scene, start. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, I hate these books so goddamn much because she's just like, Edward, and, like, something's wrong with Edward, and I'm just like, uh... Okay, not even that, but then Bella hears Edward's name doesn't understand why Alice looks so distraught while talking about Edward and then passes mm-hmm. the fuck out. Which is... Bella. I know. <laughs> Can Bella not faint, like, once? Um, it's so uh, frustrating. She has had... It's annoying. She has had so annoying. no stress leading up to this point. Like, there's another point in the book where she, like, has, like, a fainting spell, but she's just learning, like, Victoria's been after her the whole time. She's been in danger. And blah, blah, blah. Like, she has a lot here, but... All she does is hear Edward and then be like, oh, God, oh, God, and then (laughs) passes out. It's so stupid. There's no lead up to it. There's no prior stress to it. She's just been fighting with with Jacob, I guess. But, like, she's angry. She's not, like, in a panic attack. Um, Right. And then it's all all that happens is it's it's infuriating. The, The fact that we just watched, like, Buffy last night. And we were talking mm-hmm. so much about, like, strong female characters who are right. have strength in different ways. Like, maybe they're physically strong or emotionally strong, whatever. And then it's just Bella hears Edward's name and faints. Yeah, and it's like, oh, 
Right. This she's is why a these fragile, dainty little princess. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. I hate it. I really do. Me too. It yeah, it sucks. Um. It's a way to be dramatic and show like, oh my god, she's so like caught up in the moment. But it's so bad. It's just it's so bad. The the added drama feels so like teenage writing fan fiction type of thing. It's so yeah, it's so unnecessary. And if she was a person who fainted this often she might have a condition she would have yeah she i was gonna say she should have this medically checked out and could probably take medication that makes this better um Bella, are you so anemic obvious yeah <laughs> so it's like obviously just lazy drama writing like you can either you can i would get her like gripping the counter and you need to lean on something but like straight up passing out it's like yeah okay like without the consequences and implications that that has it's just lazy yeah absolutely um and just being dramatic for the sake of saying look she fainted and she's useless <laughs> it's ridiculous it is um but on the plus side plot <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited we found the plot it's, it's always yeah. the last six chapters <laughs> It really is. And I'm just like, hello, I've been waiting. Um, because we had, like, you know, we had the episode earlier that was, like, finally plot. Mm-hmm. And plot did happen. But, like, my argument for this chapter is, like, finally plot that we, like, care a lot more about. Yeah. <laughs> and has a lot higher, more interesting stakes. Higher stakes, um, more immediacy in that they have to react fast. Um, the pacing picks up. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the real action. Yeah. I also, um, <laughs> Jacob's just, like, swearing profusely, <laughs> which is just really funny to me, like, in this situation. And she's, like, vaguely disapproving of the amount of swearing he's doing. And I'm like, okay, Mormon. Yeah, um, <laughs> his new friends were a bad influence. He did a swear. Oh, my God. He said fuck. <laughs> let Jacob Bella, say let fuck. let Jacob say fuck. <laughs> Literally. Yep. It's um, always hilarious to me reading, like, YA novels as an adult where it just says, and they swore, like, profusely, and they cursed under it. their breath, and I'm just like, yeah, they're, they're saying yeah. fuck. Fuck this. The thing <laughs> I think of is, like, especially in stuff like Harry Potter, where it's like, this made a rude gesture yeah. at, like, the professor. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's just like, hmm, I wonder what that is. Mm, like, you flipping the prof the bird? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's when you remember, like, oh, yeah, they're teenagers. Of course they are. Like, I was a child yeah. when I was reading this, but of course they're doing this. They're teenagers. <laughs> yeah. And I, in my brain, would like to think that they're being more creative than that. And they're sort of doing, like, the up yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. S- s- like, movement instead with the fist. Yeah. Instead of just, like, a flipping them off. Because, you know, I like to think they're creative. Yeah. Um, they could have any any number of, of insults, If you leave it really. up to interpretation, I will think of something interesting. <laughs> yeah. Which is fun. Uh, I'm, you know, let Jacob say fuck. He's, he's, he's. Fuck this, fuck that, fuck everything. Let Jacob say more than just pee-pee-poo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Let him say fuck. So anyway. Because it makes sense for his character, too. Oh, yeah. It just does. 100%. 100%. And, like, yeah, like, as someone who, first of all, we've decided I'm Jacob, and second of all, <laughs> we like I'm a person who swears a lot. Yeah. Like, and just as, like, a part of my personality, mm-hmm. it is just something I do, and it doesn't really necessarily always mean anything. Like, there are people who just swear. Yeah. Like, 
it is just a part of my vocabulary and it is just a, it makes sense for it to just be a part of his vocabulary like and it's it not tracks a for him moral reflection <laughs> it's really not it's just it's just i say fuck and it's funny <laughs> um yeah let jacob say fuck <laughs> okay so plot is happening um yeah, I wrote, let's go! Yeah, let's go. In my notes. Alice uh, calls her family, and Rosalie is the first one who answers. And because she's like, course. have you heard anything from Edward? And uh, Alice is like, oh, shit. What have you done, Rosalie? And all we get is yeah. one side of the conversation. But what we hear from the her... The implication... Yeah, is that Rosalie told Ed- Edward that Alice had come to Forks, and that she suspected that Bella had died because all I guess some people yeah. knew because obviously like if Rosalie uh knows then then maybe it wasn't a complete secret um yeah it's that's sort of like murky water but you can perhaps guess maybe maybe like, Jasper said something tell Bella or Jasper yeah or like exactly. once she was there she like messaged her family to be like by the way I am here and I saw something but everything's cool now um yeah but I mean, I don't. She probably didn't say everything. She did cool now because Rosalie yeah. told her. Yeah. So she must have just heard from Jasper in some way. Um, yeah, Jasper probably. Uh, that would be my guess is that Jasper let it slip yeah. because you can never trust a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly, never trust a man. Um, but yeah. So yeah, can Rosalie? I know. Think I for know. Once. Leave it to Rosalie to just be <gasps> a fucking tactless idiot of just being like, "Huh, Bella died, eh?" So Edward, did you hear your girlfriend died? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's so fuck? funny? <laughs> like, on the one hand, absolutely here for the drama, like big Cordelia energy there. <laughs> um, but like at the same time, like so. So bimbo, so like purposefully mean and not thinking about how it will impact people other than like the smug learn? satisfaction that she gets. Yeah, consequences. Have consequences. Yeah, <laughs> Rosalie, you need to watch that video a few times. But yeah, um, just like the fact that she was piecing this together was really funny for me because I ended up with the sentence: Rosalie told Edward that Alice saw Bella jump and die. <laughs> That's such a good through like, the grapevine yeah. <laughs> thing. Um, oh it's just gosh. funny to me. Also, Alice has uh, a great like clapback where she's like, "Save your remorse for someone who believes it." Oh my god, absolute! She just really just verbally suplexed Rosalie. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, yeah, she was like, "Save it for someone who gives a mm. shit and like will possibly believe you," because she's like, "I am your sister." And I know you so well, and I'm not going to believe that shit for a second. Yeah. So go try it on someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Esme will be more forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, Mom the drama be nice. builds because um, she's, like, asking, uh, uh, like, where Carlisle is. as And uh, he's like, oh, she says, as soon as he's back, I need to talk to him. And um, Bella's like, what? Carlisle is back. He literally just called. And right. um, she... Uh, recounts like what jacob had said specifically that he said oh he's not here he's at the funeral and alice reveals it wasn't carlisle on the phone and jacob is like you calling me a liar it was edward (laughs) it was edward 
For, oh my god! For me, this is actually a rare case of a shitty writer actually making sense of like a a, a reasonable miscommunication no, no, storyline. This was good. This, this is was, good. I appreciate, and like, to, okay, I will say it is good with the knowledge that she is straight up copying Romeo and Juliet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like with that, we 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 recognize that. She is literally just doing that. Yeah, um, it's oh, but it is still good. No one, yeah, no one told Romeo that Juliet was doing a fake death. He learns that she dies, and yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. And also, I just gotta say, God, poor Harry literally just died for plot oh purposes. Oh my god, I know. Like he was just like this random character that Stephanie Meyer was like, I need to kill someone off to make this miscommunication <laughs> for the plot. Let's just take this random guy, Harry Clearwater. Poor Harry. Justice for Harry Clearwater. <laughs> That's my hot take of the episode. I was just like, as I was piecing this all together. The whole and reason like, that there's a funeral. Oh, the, yeah. Right. It's like, oh, this, because I was like, why what does this have to like, do with was, anything like what does this have to do with anything and now i realize that it's all set up for charlie to have to be at a funeral for like this miscommunication to work and just harry is a victim of like plot purpose death yeah <laughs> um, i know which, it's not even fair, for any emotional thank god impact. it's thank god it's a man i was gonna say uh, at least once. it's a man it's not <laughs> if it was a woman we would have words <laughs> I would have words for Stephanie, but thank God it was a guy. Um, but yeah, the, his whole death is literally just so we can have the miscommunication of, we thought Bella jumped off a cliff and died. Let's confirm it. Oh, Charlie's at a funeral. I guess she did die. <laughs> I'm going to go piss off the angiest vampires ever. Um, and so, yeah. Bella has like a really sort of innocent moment where she's like, oh, Okay, so that's what happened. Edward thinks that it was my funeral. It's rotten timing, but, like, we'll just call back. We'll get it all straightened yeah. out. <laughs> and she's like, it's chill. We're good. And she's, like, calming down. And she's like, yeah, we're just vibing now. Um, and Alice is like, no, no. He went to Italy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, Italy. Because, <laughs> like, like, it took me, like, a second to be, like, oh, right, yeah, the Volturi. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got that immediately, like, pretty much immediately. But it was funny in that moment to be, like, oh, no. The worst thing a Italy. man could do, go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's lost forever. He's becoming a European. <laughs> He's becoming Euro trash. No. No. He's going to start wearing really tight pants. <laughs> He's going to become a Guido. No. <laughs> literally it's just oh it's so funny um yeah any europeans listening that's my uh knowledge of europeans and i won't be taking any criticism for it thanks and it's it's so funny that you're like oh yeah like it's literally romeo and juliet because she put it in the fucking book too because the next line down is bella remembering him talking about romeo and juliet and how he would die if something happened to bella like it's literally in the fucking text like it's not even subtext (laughs) no yeah it's like 
she could have done it and not been like super fucking obvious about yeah. it um, by putting the book in the book because <laughs> it's fine but, it's fine you know. tons of people do the this is based on shakespearean tragedies thing without yeah. saying the shakespearean tragedy in the novel yeah it's like if simba was reading yeah. hamlet yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> It's like at the beginning of uh, The Lion King, uh, Mufasa is just like, oh, yes, a king before us named Hamlet. <laughs> just like told the story before it happened. Yeah. Uh, it's so stupid. Um, oh, my God. Anyway, but Edward is fucking dramatic. <laughs> also, because he, yeah, he's going to go provoke the... Volturi, Volturi, yeah. Volturi. Yeah, I don't know how to say them. <laughs> their names. Um. Yeah, and I love, I love this interaction with uh, Bella and Alice, um, where, you know, Bella gets really upset mm-hmm. and she's just trying to freak out, and. Yeah, and then Alice, with her future scene, she's like, yeah, he made up his mind as soon as Jacob confirmed that it was too late to save you. Um, and Bella has this moment where we're like, but he left me. Why does he care? Yeah. Like, what does this matter to him? And she and Alice goes, I don't think he ever planned to outlive you by long. And Bella goes, how, how dare, dare he? And I'm like, Yes! <laughs> Literally, literally, how dare he when his final fucking parting words with Bella was like, don't do anything rash, don't hurt yourself, like, live, right? And it's like, yes, oh, but and the also, same rules don't apply to him. Exactly. And his, like, whole I loved you thing, like, he's making it seem like... He does not care about her, and that is what she has been led to believe for months upon months upon months. So I completely agree with Bella being, like, the audacity of him to do this after, one, forcing me to promise that I wouldn't hurt myself, and two, like, claiming you don't care about me anymore. I know. I am one million percent on Bella's side, and I am so here for her just being unabashedly pissed at him because it is what she deserves it is what i've been wanting to see because he needs to just get a mouthful if there's i can't wait for him to get an earful if there's one thing if there's one thing that edward has it's the fucking audacity so true bestie (laughs) (sighs) but anyway bella i i love her rage here i absolutely love it i live for it goddamn right how dare he um and she's like yeah yeah, she's going, how dare he? And then Jacob is, like, trying to, like, stand in between them. And she's just like, oh, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, this has nothing to fucking do with you. Shut up, Jacob. I'm so excited to see Kristen Stewart's performance. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. I'm so hyped. It's going to be so awful and so good. I'm, I'm just We're getting so, so close. <laughs> I know. Um, Yeah. And this, again, why the fuck did he leave her? I mean, really? Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I can't wait to find out this idiot's reasoning. Um, because the more I hear, the less it makes sense. Um, he's so goddamn annoying. <laughs> I hate men just so much. So what we what we hear is that there these are the options that are going to happen. He's going to ask for death, but they might probably say no because they are friends with Carlisle. So yeah, they probably wouldn't want to offend him. However, right. uh, so if they agree, agree to it, they're already too late. If they say no, 
Edward will probably come up with a plan to offend them instead, and then they'll have to kill him. Or he might give in to his theatrical tendencies, and then they might have time to stop him. (laughs) Which is, like, I'm like, Edward? Theatrical? (laughs) No, Dramatic bitch? No way. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) No. But yeah, so on the plus side, he's almost definitely going to do that. So we'll have time. (laughs) He's a dramatic bitch. I can't wait to... I feel like we're going to interact with Edward very soon, and I'm I'm so excited to yell at him in my brain. <laughs> uh, so um, they are. Alice is already like, I'll get uh, I'll get us a, a plane, um, riding out to Charlie, and she's stressing how much danger she could be putting Bella in if she comes along. And Bella's like, I literally mm-hmm. don't care. Like, th- I'm there's no way you can stop me. And for once. Jacob makes one good decision in this entire fucking series. I literally said his one redeeming moment. (laughs) Where he says he promises he's not going to let anything happen to Charlie while Bella is gone. (laughs) Yeah, and he says, screw the treaty. And I'm like, finally. Thank you. You have one redeeming moment. I know. Um, (laughs) Thank God. And so Alice is, like, making sure she has her ID and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, that she has a passport. And she's like, I just don't have time to forge one, so hurry up. <laughs> just, just iconic. I know. I love like, this. a wonderful, like, moment just slipped in Yeah, there. this little glimpse into, like, the Cullen lifestyle of, like, forgery and shit. Like. <laughs> yeah, because they, yeah, they forge their IDs they have all the time. To, yeah. Yeah. It's just, and so it's just very funny. It is. It is. Her being like, I just, I, like, I could do this, but I don't really have time. So I hope you have a passport. Yeah. And she's like, yep, I'm good. And they're like, good. <laughs> and Jacob tries to uh, stop them briefly. Um, and I'm like, oh, back to being a, a annoying piece of shit. Um, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. I also have to say that, yeah, she, like, Bella is like, packing together a backpack really quick and she's like having this sense of deja vu and i'm like it's almost like stephanie meyer can't think of more than one idea but okay (laughs) it's the end of the book bella has to leave forks um go to go to another place and something to do with vampires in a hurry shocking shocking groundbreaking (laughs) bella packing for for edward's sake groundbreaking (laughs) Okay. Um, I love Alice calling Jacob a dog. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very good. Men are dogs. So true. So true, Alice. <laughs> um, she says an interesting line that the Volturi are the essence of our kind. They're the reason your hair st- stands on end when you smell me. They are the substance of your nightmares, the dread behind your instincts. I'm not unaware of that. Like saying, like, I know I'm bringing her into danger, but like, I, I-, I know. Which is interesting. Yeah. What makes them so scary? Why why are they the essence of nightmares? So exciting. I'm excited to see <laughs> them boys. Um, yeah, they're going to be cool, I hope, and also evil, and I'll be scared and a little turned on. <laughs> <laughs> it's my goal in, in these books mm-hmm. is to be a bit afraid. A little a bit, bit horny. Afraid. Yep. Yeah, at all points. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anyway... <laughs> Jacob is like shuddering in like holding back his transformation at this point. Um, and uh, Bella's like, we don't have time for this. I need to go. And Jacob's like, please, please don't go. Don't die Which, for this. 
again, while I'm still mad at him, I do think this goodbye is, like, still to an extent very upsetting and just, like, sad. Mm -hmm. Because I do know that they care about each other. Yeah. And it is sad to see him, like, you know, apart from the fact that half of the upsetness is because she's going to hang out with (laughs) vampires. But, like, it still is, like, he cares about her. And he's scared for her well-being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... It at the it is to an extent like kind of like oof ow ouchie. <laughs> yeah, they have one very very quick hug. Um, she she sobs and then she runs for the car, and the last thing that she sees as they pull away is a uh, a shred of white near the edge of the trees, a piece of a shoe. Wasn't Jacob out of shoes? <laughs> I guess he found some more. Um, Jacob is Cinderella. You heard it here first. <laughs> Oh, my God. So true. (laughs) And that's the end of the chapter. And I also, like, Bella's like, and the tires screeching like human screams. I'm like, no, no fucking, no tire sounds like a human yelling. No. Give up on that. No. That's enough of that. Um, (laughs) It's just stupid. Um, Whatever. (laughs) They're on their way to Italy, not Yay! Jacksonville. Road trip. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, abs- so I was wrong, but yeah. I'm not ashamed of being wrong exactly. because they set up warmth and tickets to Jacksonville and lied to me. <laughs> I, I, to an extent, it is a decent misdirection. Like, I won't yeah. say that, like... Like, uh, yes, I totally got duped by it, but at the same time, like, how was I going to not get duped by it? Mm. Yeah, it's an intentional <laughs> So, to an duping. extent, it is a good moment. It is it is a good writing to an extent that you don't really see this coming. Mm. Um, I will give her, you know. Although, like, you know, we kind of struggle with the, uh, it's good writing because it's a good turn, but it's bad writing because she gives, like, no yeah. warning that plot is about to happen. I and think... then all of a sudden, they're going to Italy. I think so. <laughs> only indication which is only an indication in hindsight so i don't know it's there but it isn't there is that we do have that flashback to them talking about romeo and juliet and they did talk a little bit more about the vulturi and they are in Mm -hmm. italy um but i don't think you necessarily makes you assume so like there's almost like there's enough there where looking back you can go oh that does make sense which i think is good enough yeah yeah for sure I'm obsessed with the next chapter title, chapter 19, Hate. <laughs> what? The next chapter title, it says Hate. My, it's not titled Hate on Wait, my Wait, what? <laughs> Hello? It's titled Race. Oh my god. My, is my PDF, like, fucked up? That's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> hate is very funny to me, but mine is titled Race. That makes way more sense. Mine literally says Hate. <laughs> That's so funny. That must be an issue with your copy. That's, That's hilarious. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so the so next chapter like, is called you Race. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you okay, Em? Are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had a stroke and I couldn't read for a second. Call the bondulence. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So next one is called Race. So they're going to go to Italy, I guess. <laughs> Sure. And I'm assuming this is when we're going to get, you know, the uh, the preface mm. um, sort of coming back. 
because as we you know, always the, do. The, it felt like I think they were like racing for time in that. Yeah, the sun uh, was prologue. like rising and something. What if you didn't have enough time? Blah blah blah. It's this basically, but just really cryptic. <laughs> um, as always. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of this chapter. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it sure yeah, is. We did that. So uh, um, thanks for listening, everyone. See you in yeah. the next one. This so, so much so much just happened. I, know. I just don't even know. Uh, yeah, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> see you next time. Bye. Bye. Man, I cannot with this book. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon. And for now, the rest is still unbitten. <laughs>